0: Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales in the form of physical delivery, offshore depositories, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Joining us for a conversation is James Pettit. He is the president, CEO, and director of Aben Resources. Mr. Pettit welcome to the program.
1: Thank you very much, Maurice. Glad to be back.
0: Always an honor to have you join us. I was excited to read this week's press release issued by Abin Resources regarding the ambitious exploration plans for the Justin Gold Project and your flagship force Kerr Project. But before we delve into the exploration plans, Mr. Pettit, who is Abin Resources and what is the opportunity you present to the market?
1: Well, Abin Resources, is uh, it's it's a junior gold exploration company, specifically gold, and specifically we look, target high-grade gold um, because we go to areas that offer that opportunity. Um, we're listed on the you know the the Toronto Stock Exchange, the Venture Exchange, um, and you know what we offer is exploration um, discovery upside. I think that's the most exciting part of the whole mining cycle. Uh, the stock always. Has the biggest move on discovery, and then you move into more resource building and development. Which, in my mind, it gets boring. Uh, I like being out there finding new stuff, and uh, you usually do have the best opportunity for success. You know, for you know, a stock performance is usually on the discovery, and all you have to do is look at our chart over the last three years.
0: Mr. Pettit, I like the exploration plan the team is initiating on the upcoming drill season, so take us now to the Yukon to the Justin Gold Project, which in my opinion, speculators often overlook when analyzing Aben's project portfolio, and share the outline of the proposed drill season there.
1: Sure, the the Justin Project, we've had in our portfolio since 2010, and you know we during that period of 2010, and 12, um, the Yukon was on fire that everybody wanted to get something up there. Well, we, we had this project. We actually, just as the market died off in the Yukon, um, we made a discovery and it was, it's called an intrusion related gold system. Um, They have the potential of being low grade, but, but large, like Fort Knox in Alaska, Victoria gold in the Yukon, they're, they're intrusion related systems. And we never really got a chance to get back there. We did, two years ago, we did some field sample, some sampling and they, we came up with just spectacular golden till samples. Um, and that led us last year to do some trenching and we've got some very high grade just beside where we found that intrusion-related system. Uh, it's about a kilometer and a half to the west. And it's another gold system, what we've got. Um, it's orogenic in nature, very similar to our neighbor's golden our golden predator there are three aces. zone. uh, we're calling ours the lost ace because it's the same. It's in the same older formation. It's called an orogenic, um, system there. And it's older than the intrusion system. So what we've got to look at there is they're side by side. Surely to goodness, there's some overprinting and possible enriching going one way or the other. Um, so that's, you know, why we're now going to go in there and, We're going to drill 2,000 meters. Um, Part of it will be with RAB drill, uh, rotary air blast system, which is, um, you know, it it allows us to do shallow drilling 20 to 50 meters and quickly. And we'll get about 20 holes in there, and then we're going to do up to 10 diamond drill holes uh, in the immediate vicinity as well. And uh, it's going to give us a really good look at what we've come up with over the last few years there. And uh, the RAB drill is uh, seriously good use for exploration and, and shallow depths because what we've got happening there has come up to surface.
0: Yeah, I noticed that Abin is committed to drilling an extra month this year on the Justin Gold project, and that certainly piqued my interest. Why?
1: Well, I want to stretch out our, our season because right now with the forest curve, as exciting as it is, it's is, 4 to five months. And, you know, when you hit something good there, the stock performs. It does very well. And at the end of the season, it tends to fall off. They all do. Everybody up there. They're, they're all in the, facing the same thing. So I decided to, let's, you know, let's add to the length of our season. And so we've got we've got crews actually heading up to the Yukon right now to get the camp built. Um, and then we can start drilling beginning of June. And we'll be finished by the end of June, maybe the beginning of April. And that's when we start the Forest Curve project. And uh it'll it'll allow us to increase our news flow, make that period longer. And uh it's you know very similar type of targets. We're we're going after high grade.
0: You know, speaking of the force curve, let's go there right now. It's in the Golden Triangle of British Columbia and it really has the market excited and, and deservedly. So what are the plans there for this drill season?
1: Uh they're pretty big. Um we're gonna go Uh, Start the season uh, right away. As a matter of fact, in another week, we'll start the airborne geophysical survey. It's a big mag survey covering the whole boundary zone where we've been concentrating the last two years, and that'll overlay the geochem survey that's uh, been already done, and it's going to give us you know a bit of an overlay of the geophysics and the geochem. It's good to have coincidental targets, and the mag will get us some deeper uh, looks at what we're you know what we're working with because. That was the one thing that was lacking was modern geophysics. Um, we've got a lot of gold. You know, obviously you can tell we we have a lot of gold there. How does it hold together? Where is it coming from? And and this deeper seated geophysics is going to help us try to hone in to these areas that could be feeding this whole area because it's it, it, there is a lot of gold. We're hit, we've hit a lot of gold in various areas in, in the boundary zone. North boundary in particular has some very high grades. Um, and, you know, we're going to get a better handle on it this year. We've got 25 or 55 new pad locations that we didn't have before. We only had nine. That's what we had to drill off of last year. So you're limited to two angles. When you do hit something, you'd like to get a different angle. But well, we didn't have the permits to, to move the pads. The pads, you know, is basically what the drill sits on. So you're limited to what the drill can accomplish off of one, one pad. Um, this is going to allow us. With uh, You know, it's going to give us a certain amount of certainty and increased confidence of, you know, where we drill and how we drill. And when you do hit something, you can change your angles uh, rather than one from one point drilling angles off that you can move the pad and actually get some more precise angles and better knowledge.
0: We've discussed what Abin will be doing, but I want to shift the focus now on what the primary goals are for the team. And what have they identified that would be tangible success for the drill season for each project, respectively?
1: Well, let's start with the Forest Kerr. Um, we've got three areas identified that we want to get to right away. We did that last year by,
0: you know, drilling
1: From the north down through under the north boundary zone that we had hit the year before, and that was tremendous success. This year, we've got an area to the north of the north boundary zone, which is between two holes we drilled to the north last year that started getting mineralization toward the end of the hole. We want to go out there, put in a new pad and drill in between those two targets because they were, you know, a couple hundred meters out. We want to get in between them and see what's there that was left behind. Uh, we've got another target to the south of uh, the north boundary zone that was drilled by Naranda. We touched on it the first year, but our pad location was 180 meters away. And so we called it spearfishing, where we could just, you know, point in the direction of um, where Naranda hit their very high-grade zone, which was, you know, 300 and. I'm, I'm just trying to remember the 340 meters of one or 340 grams of one meter we try to hit it from 180 meters away you're not going to have a whole lot of success it's it's spearfishing we want to go in there and do what we did in the north boundary zone and drill underneath that thing get up closer to it and drill underneath see what's there we have better indication of the orientation of these mineralized zones running through the area so you know i think we can get in closer and you know, we may get some good success there. And then we've got the South boundary zone that we touched on last year. We only had one pad. We drilled three holes. Every one of those holes had very broad intersections of, you know, 60 to hundred meter holes, but lower grade, um, you know, not the big, uh, 20 plus grams. This was more like up to five gram stuff, but it also had high grade copper, zinc and silver in it. So there's something else going on there. We'd like to just see what that's all about. Um, because generally when we see high-grade copper, we see high-grade gold. Uh, and then with the uh, combination of the geochem we already have and the geophysics we're doing, uh, we, we're, gen- we're going to generate a lot more targets as we move south, because uh, starting from the north boundary zone, the, the only direction we really have is south. We've got a little bit of leeway to the north, but you know, we've got four kilometers of, of length and two kilometers of width to work with. So we're going to generate a lot of targets, and if, with the success of the season, we can add to what we're going to do. We're, we're planning on five uh, thousand meters of drilling to start. If we have success like we did last year, we can turn that into ten very easily, and it's already paid for. You know, we've we've got over five million in the till. Um, you know, so this season is paid, bought, and paid for, and that's more than enough. Actually, what we're going to do.
0: Certainly exciting times for Admin Resources. Switching gears, Mr. Pettit, what does the current capital structure look like for Admin Resources?
1: Well, we've got just about 112 million shares out, um, 132 million fully diluted. And what happens each season is we manage to take down a lot of warrants and options in the company uh, because the stock has, the last three years, performed very well in the summer. Um, which adds to the treasury. Um, Current market capitalization is, you know, 20 to 25 million. Uh, Well, about 20 million right now. And I think, you know, as we go forward, it's, as you can see, if just look at the chart, um, it changes, it changes in the summer.
0: Speaking of the share price, you know, I was doing some research on our last interview back in December, and the share price was $0.12, cents. and I don't want to be the one to say, mm. you know, I, I said so, but Mr. Pettit, what is the share price today?
1: The share price today is, it's well, it's been settling in at $0.22, cents, um, which is substantially higher than where we started the last couple of seasons. It's, you know, that was usually around 12 to 10 um, You know, we've got a much better base this year, much better, and it has to do with, the success we've had in the past, uh, people recognize that the trading patterns, you know, as you get closer to the season, the stock moves up. But this has been plateauing here and, and basing it that at 19 to 22 cent range, and it's good for it because if we do have any any kind of success, it's, um, you know, it's, it'll take a run. It, that's what generally what happens.
0: You know, speaking of the base, who is doing the buying?
1: Well, we've got a huge uh, investor base. Um, you know, as far as notable shareholders, obviously our biggest shareholders, Eric Sprott, um, and we've got some funds involved, but, uh, you know, we really rely heavily on the retail side and I, we market, I'm always on the road marketing, uh, what we're doing. We have a huge following in Germany and, uh, you know, probably almost as big as what we have in Canada and the U S. So it's good. Um, it's retail. And there's a lot of people that understand that when the season ends um is when they're watching to start buying and and you get a I've got a lot of investors in this thing that have accumulated starting say back in December even November last year and they'll accumulate it on the dips all through until now and it's just it's a good shareholder base and uh I think you can hear my phone ringing That's those are shareholders they're responding to the news release it's uh, I'll tell you right now it's the the response to the news release has been really amazing.
0: Yeah, you echoed that earlier prior to our conversation here online uh, on this interview that the the phones have been ringing off the hook. Last question here for you, sir. What did I forget to ask?
1: Well, you know, you're good at covering things off, but generally is why do I like this? You know, what makes me, you know, excited about this whole thing? And it's really the philosophy that we have with this company, the guys running this company. We want to be in an area that's known for high grade. Um, you know, the Golden Triangle is is really well known for that, uh, with some of the highest grade mines ever developed. You know, that are now done. You know, they're finished. But there's some new ones coming out. But, uh, you know, the Bruce Jack mine is amazingly high grade, and that's brand new. There'll be more coming. Um, and then the, the in the Yukon, that's always been known for high grade. And what we hit is is unique, you know, it's a very high grade new target right beside uh which potentially could be a very large lower grade. But do they mix? Does does that the influence between them, does is there enrichment coming one way or the other? That's exciting. And that's why we do it. And and we always go into areas that, that there's lots of data available to us and we can sort of put it under a new spotlight.
0: Well, Mr. Pettit, for someone listening that wants to get more information on Abin Resources, please share the website address.
1: Yeah, you can go to the website at um, www.abinresources.com. It's a good website that's full of really good information. Um, and a lot of interviews that I do are put up there. There's audio and visual. So, you know, if you want to get up to speed quick, that's a great place to go.
0: And for additional inquiries about Abin Resources, please call Don Myers at 604 604- six three nine three eight five one that number again is six zero four six three nine three eight five one he may also be reached at info at dot com. abin resources trades on the tsxv symbol a b n and on the otc qb symbol a b n a f Abin Resources is a sponsor of Proven and Probable, and we are proud shareholders for the virtues conveyed in today's message. Finally, we invite you to visit us at ProvenAndProbable.com, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales. Mr. Pettit, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. The information presented on Proven and Probable